Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. She was a So You Think You Can Dance contestant in Season 5 and an All-Star in Season 12. Who am I talking about? You're about to find out. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. I'm Kristen Burt, and this is Dance Network on Popcorn Talk, and I am so excited to introduce our guest today. As I said, she was a So You Think You Can Dance contestant in Season 5 and an all-star in Season 12. Right over here is Kayla Radomski. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic. This is my So You Think You Can Dance day because I was just at Academy um, watching all of the the callbacks and everything else. It's exciting. It's so exciting. I remember that feeling. It's it's crazy. What is that feeling like when you go? I mean, you were in Vegas, I'm sure, at the time, season five. It's it's a lot. It's overwhelming. It's a little bit of excitement, a little bit of you're scared out of your mind because, you know, you're you're putting yourself out there for something that, you know, we all really wanted. And um, you just never know your fate is in the hands of the, the, the judges sitting at the table. It is nerve-wracking. And I think everyone's so young. I mean, they're 18 to 30 this year. You were 18 mm-hmm. when you auditioned for the show. Yeah. Do you realize, like, how scary it was? Or is it because you're 18 and you're just like, this is my first, like, big huge audition I'm just gonna go for it I think I realized how scary it was but I I mean I grew up in the competition convention world so we were always auditioning in front of people and and kind of putting ourselves out there so I was I was ready and trained for it but it was still a whole different world you know live tv show is is completely different than you know a convention it's a different (laughs) beast it's a different beast that people like don't really think about um the the live aspect there is no redo that's it no (laughs) no at all like and and you know kind of just is what it is can we go back to your original audition I, I know you auditioned in Denver you're from Colorado yes. lots of great dancers coming out of Colorado yes they they, they produce some incredible dancers I know I've, I've been like I feel like this past year like Mandy Moore the choreographer yes. Kristen McQuaid's out of yes. Colorado uh-huh. I'm like who else Britt Stewart I talked Brittany, to yeah. yeah Britt's amazing yeah yep. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are drinking in the water but there's a lot of talent. yeah they're giving us something that we don't know about <laughs> All right, so tell me what that audition was like in Denver. I know your grandparents were in the audience, and it's such oh. a, it's such a, it made me cry even going back and watching your audition. Well, it, it's so funny, too, because my, my grandfather was there, and he cries on camera. It's, it's in the audition, and he never cries. He's, like, such a tough guy and, like, always has it together, and he started crying. I was like, oh, my like they had fans of their own when I was on the show you know everyone was like how are grandma and grandpa and that's the um, best but the the audition was nerve-wracking it was so so nerve-wracking there was no audience too in yours no it was like empty in there except for like a few of us auditioning I have no idea because usually it's packed (laughs) it was kind of I guess it was a random city I I guess they had it just added Denver that season I got lucky um but yeah, it was quiet. I had never, I didn't know Nigel, Sonia, or Mary. So I, I was literally just like a stranger to them as they were to me. Uh, and I had no idea what to expect. 
Oh, but you had an incredible audition. I mean, it was funny. It's funny going back now and like listening to their comments. I mean, Sonia just loved what she did. She's like in the back and uh-huh. you, you moved from the back and, you know, and there's Nigel giving you comments of like all those angles. I just <laughs> loved them. But they they were loving you from day one. I, yeah, I, I mean, I had really great support from them and, and they, you know, they were always helpful and always gave me, you know, stuff that I could work on and, and also really nice things were said and I was very, very, very grateful for that. And so you, then you get to Vegas and, and I just was watching this today, so it's all kind of fresh in my mind. Okay. I'm like, there's like a hundred kids. It was 175 your season. Did you, that's a lot. It's a, there were a lot of us. It's a lot. Yeah. And I, I think what was interesting too was the fact that um, there's a lot of energy. These kids were bouncing off the walls at lunchtime today. And I was thinking, save your energy for Friday when you're really tired. You have no idea what's coming. <laughs> I know. I know. It's a, it, that's a long week. And, and I think if, going back, because it's, you know, we have to go back a couple seasons of what that week is actually like, because we had the kids last season. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of late nights. There's that group dance where you guys are up all night long. Yeah. I think we were up until ooh, three or four in the morning, and then we had to be back down at seven or something like that. Um, it, it's, a, it's long nights, long days. You know, I remember the first day when we went in and they – basically had us all do our solos and we sat there and watched every single person dance and you're like oh my goodness 175 <laughs> solos is a lot it's a lot yeah it's and lot. and so many talented people you're like ha- half the time you're like oh, how did I make it here you know yeah I mean but it, it shows that you're in the right place and I was saying this to some of the contestants today they're like I'm so overwhelmed but I'm like you're in the right place and that that's what you have to keep on focusing in on is like doing the work that's it right that's, that's all you can do is you have to focus on what you're there to do and, and the task at hand and, and just focus on that and don't think about, well, this could happen or that could happen because then you just start getting mixed up in your head, you know? Yeah, and, and you know, this year they're doing a group number and I could spot like, watch, watch, watch. You know the kids that are like comfortable and confident and just not letting this overwhelm them. Right. So what did you have to tell yourself like all that week? Well, my, my family always told me just, you know, always focus on what you're doing and, and don't let any of the, the chitter chat or anything that's going on in your head get in the way. You know, mm-hmm. you're here to do something, do what you're being asked, and that's, that's all they, they need from you, you know, and always put your best foot forward. So when you finished that week, did you feel like I made top 20 or did you feel like I have no idea? I mean, how, is, how encouraging were they? They were encouraging. I got really great critiques, but I still, like, I, I never assume anything. So I was like, I still don't know. I remember Green Mile Week, and, and I was sitting there, and I, I think there were three girls that went before me that all got into the top 20. So when I was walking back, I was like, oh, I'm going to be the one that's like, okay, I'm, we're so sorry, Kayla. Like, you know? So I was just sitting there, and they're like, oh, my God get this over with you know, your stomach must have been in knots oh it's the it's a crazy feeling you know <laughs> it's the, it's one of the worst feelings because you're just like oh, you have no idea you have no control over it at that no. point like you did your job and then yeah they could just be like we have too many contemporary dancers or too many jazz dancers or whatever that yeah. is that could knock you out I, I want to ask on timing because everyone's season is so different when it comes to Green Mile. Sometimes it's right at the end of the week and they find out, which I think they're doing this week. Um, and other times they've gone home and then they get a text. How did yours play out? We we did Vegas week and then I think we went home for like a couple weeks. And then they brought us all back to L.A. Um, the, the week that our first episode, the first auditions aired. So we watched it and then I think Green Mile was the next day. Oh, my 
my god. Yeah. I, the so, whole time I'd be like, I can't yeah. even focus on auditions. No, you can't. You're sitting there watching it and you're like, oh my goodness, oh gosh. And, and then tomorrow your face kind of like, well, let's see if you're actually going to be on this show multiple weeks or not, you know. And, you know, you, your audition was shown, but a lot of times we see contestants where like, wait, we didn't even see them during the audition round. Yeah. I always think that those contestants start at a disadvantage because the fans haven't been able to sort of gravitate or look up their name and find out where they are and who they're about. Right. Well, you you start building. It's all about a fan base, and, and you know your supporters are the ones that are keeping you on the show or not. And so I, I think it's great when they do get to see your audition and kind of see your backstory because they can either, I mean, they can fall in love with you or they can not fall in love with you, right. you know, and that's kind of, I, I think it, it's very helpful to, to have them be able to see your history and where you're coming from. Yeah, and, and you know, those packages too, they helped because you had your grandparents. They helped you build a fan base. Oh my gosh, they had their own fans. <laughs> they had their own so fan base. So great. How did they pick you? This is the other thing. How did they pick you for the packages? Because I know I went to the LA auditions for the initial call, and they had certain people that they were already looking at. Some of them are legacies. They've had siblings that have been on the show. Okay. Of course, they're going to do yeah. a feature package. Um, but they had pulled a couple other people, and there's one girl. I'm like, she's so interesting. I love her. I want to know more about her. But I'm like, where did they find her, you know? I actually, I have no idea what made them decide to come to my house. I just remember us getting a call saying, are you are you and your family available to have filming come to your house? And I was like, oh, God, guys. And I was like, Mom, you have to talk on camera. And she's like, I don't want to talk on camera. This is, this is you, <laughs> not me. And I, like, watch my grandma and grandpa's uh, interviews back, and it's like my grandma's, like, sitting there, like, really uncomfortable and trying to, you know, talk on camera, and it's just it's so funny. But you always have that. That's what yes. I love. Well, I look back at some of my interviews and stuff, and I'm like, what the heck was I doing? Like, <laughs> you know. I was watching last night, and I, I, I did a little uh, Instagram story, and I didn't say who it was, but you knew right away. Yeah. And you were like, no. <laughs> <It's> so funny. <laughs> it's your first week. Oh, my gosh. When they gave me the Samba, and I didn't even know what it was. Well, let's talk about that Samba. I mean, here you are, first week. You're not a ballroom dancer. Right. No training, correct, at right. the time? And. You were great. Louis Van Amstel, who, come on, he is he is such a technician. I don't know if people realize, like, what a technician he is. Yes. He's a stickler. Yes. He's not, like, an easy, like, just do this and whatever. You can just fudge that. No, he wants right. it perfect. Yeah. Well, and he knew my partner, Max. He had either, I don't know if he trained Max or he knew Max. So, like, they already had that relationship. So I was just, like, the girl who had no idea what was going on. Like, all right, <laughs> let's let's do this, you know? And, um it was tough. It was it was really tough. It's a foreign thing, and ballroom is so completely opposite of what we grow up training and doing. It's it's just like, okay, so I'm just gonna fake it till I make it, you know. Yeah. And and Max and I would stay up late, and I was I was lucky that he was he was a ballroom dancer, so he kind of knew how to train me and assist me in that. Um, but it was fun. I loved it, and you know, it, it turned out really great. I got to wear Louis's Halloween costume. That's what I ended up wearing. <laughs> That's that, what you wore. That pink dress is Louis's Halloween dress. Yes. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was fun. Like I love ballroom. And I love watching it, and you know, I, I get to go and play at Dancing with the Stars now and pretend like I'm a ballroom dancer, and it's just it's just awesome. It, it really is. And you know, what was funny going back because they have all the judges' comments after that samba. Yes. They're all like. Kayla, Kayla, Kayla. And poor Max is like, 
He's like, what about me? What about me? Exactly. But they were saying, you know, you supported her so well. It was great. And that's what made it so wonderful. Yeah, he had a huge hand in that because without him, it would not have been what it was. You know, he he was a strong ballroom dancer and I'm super grateful that I had him. You know, I was going down the the cast list because it's always like trying to remember like what season was everyone and you really guys, you guys had a great cast. And I think, you know, oftentimes everyone's like season four, season four, season four. Like everyone focuses in on that because there's so many superstars from that. But I was like writing down, I'm like even people like Tony Bellissimo, who got voted out first, has had an incredible career yeah, beyond So You Think himself. You Can Dance. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, the fact that it, Philip Shabib, Aid was on the season, Jonathan Platero, Melissa Sandvik, whom I love. I, I mean, love Melissa. She's so great. She's Jeanette. Sweetest. And, of course, Janine won. Brandon. Yeah. You had a great cast. We had such a strong cast. that It was a, like anyone could have could have taken it everyone was so talented in what they did and and worked really hard it was it was a good group to be around to you know be training and and putting yourself through (laughs) it with (laughs) yeah I mean you really go through the trenches with something like that and um you know I always wonder because you lost Max pretty early on in the season he was gone after a couple weeks what is that like? Because you've gone through like you know the initiation part together and then you're like there goes my partner it's it's kind of devastating because you start building this relationship and then, you know, you're forced into a new relationship and that's supposed to be as strong as the other ones that have been going for weeks and weeks, you know. And I got blessed because Capono is mm-hmm. absolutely amazing. Uh, and, and our chemistry and, and our work ethic together just really worked. So I, I feel like I got very lucky with him, um, you know. But it, it's it's hard, you know, to create something with strangers basically each week and then choreographers that you're not used to working with. Right. And, and you guys, you guys were there during the Mia Michaels heyday. So. Oh, we sure were. I know. We and were. let's talk about addiction because that is still one that, that people hold. Like, it sets the bar for a lot of other choreographers and contestants and dancers that come through. And, you know, Nigel will still always talk about Mia Michaels pieces. He's mm-hmm. still, they're still, in, you know, embedded in his brain yeah. even, you know, years later. What was it like working with Mia Michaels? It's it's really tough. It's it's tough. She is a she is one of the biggest sticklers. You know, she wants it to be exact. She has a vision. She's she's a brilliant artist, and she sees exactly what she wants. And so, until you give her what she wants, she's going to keep pushing and pushing and pushing. And it's you know, she has this way of breaking down a dancer to like where you're just you're just literally just a human, and you're standing there, and you have nothing but you to give it's and raw that's, yeah it's, it's really raw and that's where I think that's where the magic starts happening so she you know she got us down to that point and then it was literally before we went on stage we were literally like let's just do this like we have no, we don't know what's going to happen we don't we literally were like okay. I don't know <laughs> you know and 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 I remember the first thing I did I say this all the time is I didn't even look at the judges after we performed I, I found Mia out in the audience and I was like what is she doing because you can always tell and she was crying, and I was like, oh, God, okay. Thank God. I did it. Okay. <laughs> I moved okay. her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's, I mean, that piece is something that I will hold dearly to me forever, you know. It, it, I'd it, keep it on my dance reel forever. Like, oh even in gosh. the back, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, because it, it, it was so surprising how many lives that it, it reached out to and that it touched and the emails that we were getting. And, and to this day, I still get people writing me, like, you helped me with um, an addiction or this or that. And it's it's just it's really touching to be able to use your art to affect other people's lives like that. And you're 18 too. I think that that's another thing that people sometimes forget. We're just like, oh, you know, they're on there and they're dancers and they're great. But at 18, you you haven't built up all of your like emotional, like, well, tapped into the vulnerability. 
so she's really working hard to get you guys to a place to be able to perform it the way she wants. Right. Well, and then and then with a topic about addiction that I have never I never dealt with or had anyone that dealt that dealt with it. So it was literally exploring and, and researching and, and finding a way to portray that without offending anyone or, or anything like that mm-hmm. and making it really true to what it's supposed to be. Um, it was it was deep, and you know, Capono had someone that he knew that dealt with addiction so it was already deep within him so it was just it was a whole process you know and and I think we got very very lucky and blessed to to be able to perform that and do that for her Uh, she's so missed on the show I get asked every season do you think me and Michaels will come back I'm like she's off on the east coast doing like having this amazing wonderful career and I think you know I think for her too it she did what she wanted to do on the show and mm-hmm. like I'm I'm not sure that she wants to come back and I don't think she thinks she can top it maybe you know it's like it's a section of her life that's how I interpret it I don't know this for sure right but. right I mean she did so many epic numbers I, I just like and I'm sure if she came back she would do 6,000 more epic numbers you know would. I mean it's just like she's a she's a brilliant artist and and I think that any dancer who gets a, ch- a chance to work with her goes through an experience that is unlike any other yeah I, I mean you can you can see it in the dances and the level of emotion she achieves from from everyone that's performing in her work what about um other choreographers that really stood out to you that season uh well Sonia was really tough because she's like she's like go 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 and she doesn't stop and she you know she's really good she's super supportive and she creates a really like family oriented space but she will drill you into the ground and like keep going and going she's like no your body's more you're capable of more than your head thinks keep going keep going and she's kind of ingrained that into me and you know when I go out and teach and stuff that's one of the things I say I'll run the dancers a lot and and I'll be like you are so much more capable of of doing something that your head is telling you you can't if you just keep pushing through. Um, so that's something that stuck with me from Sonia. So she was super tough. Um, Doriana Sanchez, the disco. Was I love maybe, Dory. She is the sweetest thing in the world, but the disco may be one of the hardest things I ever had to do on that show. The amount of lifts that Dory does in her dances. Oh, my God. And not easy lifts. We're not just talking like, yay, here's a little press no. lift. I mean, they are hardcore spinning, twirling. Yes. Well, and I had, Brandon was my partner. Yes. So he's strong and amazing, but I'm also like inches taller than him. So he's trying to throw this long-limbed woman around, you know. And <laughs> and um, we did not get through that number once until we performed it live on the show. Oh, my God. Were you like just biting? Yes. Like in dress rehearsal, I think we, we fell out of a lift or something. And we were just like, oh, my God. I don't know what's gonna happen. Like, <laughs> so, be biting my tongue the whole time. Just get oh through God, this, gritting my teeth. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was that was really tough. The disco is much harder than it looks. Yeah, and I kind of hope that she she wasn't on last season with the kids, but I'm hoping they bring her back into the oh, fold I with hope the adults so. because it's so funny because you go through certain weeks and you know there's always a lot of contemporary. We know that we mm. know there's going to be jazz and some hip hop. Yeah. But when they bring her in, it, or when they bring in Nakul for like Bollywood, it's like a shot of adrenaline. Yeah. That I always love and appreciate. Well, and it's it's cool too because I mean Bollywood. I've never even stepped foot into that, and and Nakul is such a genius at what he does, and um, it's cool for dancers to be exposed to that because it is out there, and there are jobs. I had to do Bollywood on a job, and I was grateful that I had a little like kick in the butt by Nakul on the show, you know. <laughs> um, but I think it's cool for for the world to see that other those other styles as well because they're just as cool as a contemporary or a hip-hop number, I think. Yeah, and I think sometimes people don't appreciate what 
So You Think You Can Dance has done. Because we just have this generic, like, it's hip-hop. But there's so many different styles that have been brought to the forefront because of the show, whether it's popping and locking. I was just talking to a Vogueer today, Mm -hmm. and I was like, gosh, it would be so cool to have a Vogueer on the show. We haven't really seen that. Um, and, And animators, I mean... It's really incredible. Instead of just going, this is hip hop. It's just a blanket, you know, dance style. It's way more than that. Absolutely. It's. I mean, and who's to say what's hip hop, what's not anymore? Because everyone has kind of taken a base and melded it into their own thing, you know. And and I think that's what artistry is about: is creating your own thing and and putting it out into the world and hoping, you know, that people like it. And if they don't, that's okay too, you know. We see hip hop in ballroom all the time on Dancing with the Stars. I see a couple moves like thrown <laughs> yeah. in there because oh, yeah. they're like, my contestant can do this and it's going to make them look good, so let's do it. Right, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, and then trying to help someone who doesn't know how to dance at all is a whole challenge in its own. Yes. You know, it, it's it's tough. I've, I've assisted people with actors or, or singers who have no movement and it's like, you have to really start exploring what you know to make sure that they look amazing. Right. Because yeah. it's a reflection of your work too, yeah. what you're doing, so yeah, it's yeah. so important. Um, so on your season, you make it all the way to top four. <laughs> what was that final episode like? Because it's, it's really big when you're there and you're, you're in the final four. Uh, I couldn't believe I was there. I, I did not know that I would make, that, make it that far. Uh, rehearsals were crazy. I think we did six or seven numbers. And so we were in rehearsals from morning to night and just like running on empty. Uh, I'm pushing through because we're like... Any we're, injuries? Because they, they, come, they come to the forefront at this time. Um... I had prior injuries. I, I have ruptured discs in my back from when I was 15, so those started acting up with the constant dancing, but I was too afraid to say anything, so I, I just, like... It's such a dancer thing! I mean, yeah, we're trained to, unless you're dying, you know, keep keep pushing through, and Even I was if you're like, bleeding. I want to be eliminated, you know? So I was just like, it's fine, it's fine, you know? And, and I would take care of it on my own time and stuff, but I had that for sure. Uh, my back was definitely bothering me, but the, the show was way too important to, you know, say anything. So true. Yeah. Um, but it was, that was another incredible experience. Our finale was at the, it was the Kodak at the time. Um, so it was an epic finale. I forgot they did it at the Kodak. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when they, they showed the new stage, which now is, is different again. But, um, so we debuted the new stage. We were at the Kodak. The audience was full. You know, my whole family was down there, my dance teachers and, uh, it was it was crazy to I don't for any of the uh, for anyone who has not been on that stage that stage is ginormous and so to walk out there when they're like Kayla and you're just like in this space of all these lights a huge audience it's it's unexplainable the feeling yeah and for people that haven't seen the Kodak which is now the Dolby Theater where the Oscars are there are um, two mezzanines above it so um, you have the the orchestra which you can see on TV but then yes. there's the two other layers there's I think it's about 3,500 seats altogether. It's a, it's a big it's venue. huge, yeah. It's amazing. And it was built for TV, so it looks big on TV. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing I love about that theater. Um, and then you go on tour, which, you know, I know for everyone that goes on tour, I always, there was like, it was the best time. It was like college. It was everything. Okay. <laughs> was that experience like that for you? Uh, I think the actual performing and going out on a tour where the tour is about you guys they're there to see you they're not there you're not dancing behind an artist you're not dancing behind someone they're actually there to see it was it was us um was quite an epic epic feeling because you know you walk out into these arenas and you have fans out there that you that have followed you through the whole show and they know your story and then you go meet them after the show and and they know this or they want to tell you that and, and it's just like holy cow you you don't realize how much 
uh, you affect and touch people's lives through this show until you you step out and get a chance to talk to them and, and be surrounded by that. And that's, I mean, that's so special. That's what it's all about, right? Is mm-hmm. is, is entertaining people and, and putting them through an experience or, or taking them away from an experience and letting them fly for a second. And you know, that's that's the most special part. I think that was the best part about tour is is meeting the fans and kind of seeing how you affected them. And tour at the time, but I think they're at smaller venues now. But you guys were doing some really big, big yeah. theaters, arenas, yeah. things like that. Yeah, it, it was huge. Uh, I remember in Col- you know, Colorado was really epic because my family, all my friends, my studio owner, all the teachers were there, and it's like that was that was pretty cool. We were in a big um, ice arena, and it was amazing. That's so great. Yeah, yeah. Um, here's what I want to know, and this is just going back to the show, but it just made me think. I talked to some contestants, and they're always like, I wasn't myself on So You Think You Can Dance, so don't judge me for that, which I think is really interesting, and I've heard it from more than one contestant. They were like, I just wasn't myself. I was nervous. Um, I think I could have done better. Do you feel that? Because you came in fourth, so that's a really high placement. It is a, it's an extremely high placement. I, I Like I've said a hundred times, I did not expect it. Um it, I think that, of course, there's nerves, and, like, I was 18, so it was my first time being in front of a bunch of cameras and interviews and stuff like that, so I think I definitely have become more comfortable with it, so I maybe was a little nervous and not as, like, open and, and, and fun and friendly as I could be now, but I think that comes with, with age and experience, you know, I was not used to that at all. I was used to being on stage, I, I think my best foot forward was definitely on stage and I, I put all my work into it and I like I don't regret anything I would go back and do the show in a heartbeat I mean as I did when they called me for an all-star I was like yes finally yeah. you know um <laughs> but I I think that I did the absolute best that I could at that time you know and and I, I go back I told you I go back and look at my interviews and I'm like oh my goodness you know so, but, they're so cute though they're yeah, really cute and it, well thank you but um you know, I'm just like, oh, I shouldn't have said that, or I could, you know, I didn't explain that. But you know, that's that's life. You know, we're only human, and uh, I think that we all do the best that we can when we're put in a situation where we're thrown on live TV and people are judging us. <laughs> it's know? so true. <laughs> Every week, is someone's judging it, you know, it's one of those things. You know, we've we've talked a lot about contestants and things like that. Like they they could have done better. Why didn't they do that? But there's so many things that play into a live show: nerves, injuries, fatigue sometimes you don't get along with the choreographer like you just not that you hate them or anything but you just don't jive like you know yeah. it's oil and water and it happens yeah. or you and your partner aren't, aren't having a good week there's so many things that come into play yeah that are so beyond your control sometimes well and and america and the audience don't see any of that they don't know what happened prior to your actual show what happened during dress rehearsal you know so it's all a matter of their imagination they can create whatever they want out of what they see what's put in front of them yeah, and that is absolutely true. And, you know, some seasons we've had um, a little bit of feedback from the choreographers, like the judges are like, we talked with so-and-so, and they think you're really great. Um, I wish they would do that more because I think they get a real feel for who the contestant is versus just, like, what's happening on the stage because sometimes people's dress, uh, rehearsal room etiquette and work ethic is a reason to keep them on the show mm-hmm. um, so that they can grow. And then other times people aren't working as hard. And maybe they, you know, either need to be pushed to say, hey, we're thinking about letting you go because you're not working hard enough in rehearsals. Yeah, well, and that's so important just as a dancer in general because the industry is, it's big but small. And and people talk and they, you know, if 
if you're not being kind in rehearsals or, you know, even to an assistant or, or the costuming people, they all talk. I've, I've seen costume people go or makeup people go to the choreographers and be like, don't bring that dancer back because they had an attitude or this or that. And mm-hmm. so I'm really grateful. My family always, you know, raised me respect everyone that's around you because you, you never know who they know, what they're doing, what they're involved in. And, you know, and there's no reason to treat people with disrespect or to not work hard. You're there you're competing on a show that you want to be on, right? So why would you not put your your best foot forward, you yeah. know? And it's interesting because you see people talk. It, it makes its way back to even me. And sometimes I'm like, That's I can't crazy. believe Isn't that crazy? Oh, I, my gosh. I sit there and I think, I know this about this contestant. I want to, like, you know, send him a text like, dude, like, work harder because <laughs> – Stop doing that. Stop doing that because you're going to get voted off because the choreographers are all talking and stuff like that. Or I hear great things. Like, I always I always go back to this one reference, but season 10, Jenna Johnson, um, she got – when they had judges saves, uh, she got saved several weeks in a row. And I think people in the audience were like, what's going on? And I'm like, let me tell you why. The choreographers are like, that girl gives 110% in that rehearsal room. She deserves to be here, mm-hmm. and we're just going to keep on pushing her through. Yeah. It's it's so true. I mean, that's part of the battle is is making sure the choreographer is happy and, you know, making sure they're pleased with what's happening because it's their work that you're putting on stage. Yeah, absolutely, because yeah. it's a reflection of them yeah, all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, – they're going to be hiring you in the future. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are. They will remember. They will absolutely remember. And if you look, and, and I don't know if a lot of people know this, unless you're kind of like here in the dance world, but oftentimes choreographers have their like group or their stable of dancers that they love to use over and over again, as long as you guys are available, um, which is great when you have a great reputation and you're working with choreographers all the time. Um, but if you're not in that stable or if you're not that person that's always going to step up and have a great attitude and give 100%, you miss out on a lot of opportunities. Right, right. Yeah, I, that's why, you know, anytime I've worked with a new choreographer, I, again, I always will put my, my best foot forward. I, I do that all the time. It's important to me. It's my career. It's what I love to do. So it's not hard for me to go in there and enjoy what's happening. But it's it's so important because they do, and you create these relationships, and they want to bring you back if you work hard and, and do what they need, you know. And that's really important to me is to have good relationships aside from just working you know I don't want to just work and not have any great relationships I want to have that family feeling and want them to come back and rely on me over and over again and I think what makes a great point to that uh, and we've had such a big year with it La La Land is the greatest example of a choreographer being grateful to dancers who have been there for her over and over again and that is Mandy Moore and she was able to not only get people on the film but she was able to get them the Grammys um the Golden Globes, Oscars. Oh, she's the best. Mandy's one of my <laughs> favorites. I love Mandy. I love you. We all love Mandy. I was just with her. I was oh, just with her. I know. I'm working with her starting tomorrow. Um, Dancing with the Stars finale. Yes. Yeah. Um. She's great, and she uh, she brought me in on the Grammys and the Oscars, and I was like, oh my gosh, Mandy. You know, she's she's incredible. She always has everything together. She knows exactly what she wants. She she doesn't waste your time. Uh, and she relies on her dancers. She's really good to her her people, and and she only brings in people that she trusts and knows is is going to do their job because mm-hmm. you know it's a reflection of her and her work, and she wants to handle it and get it done. 
Yeah, and even watching her today work with 100 dancers, she was relying on some of the all-stars. I can't say who they are right now, but um, people that have great knowledge um, in ballroom or in tap and things like that where she was like, I need a little a little move here. What do you think? And she would ask them because she yeah. trusts them. And, um, you know, it's a collaborative process, and I think that that's really important to her because she understands, like, this is a really big moment. This is a big year for dance. And, I, you know, we feel it here in L.A. I don't know if everyone feels it, like, across the country yeah. in the same way we do, but we've got World of Dance coming out, and that mm-hmm. is big, expensive show, guys. Huge. It's a million-dollar prize. It's it's expensive. It has J Lo on it. I mean, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Let's just be that's honest. True. You got J Lo. You, you just know it's expensive. But NBC's throwing a lot of money and promotion behind it. Um, of course, you know. So you think is back. It's back mm-hmm. to the old format we love. Dancing with the Stars just got two season pickup order. But also, what's happening here in LA? The TV Academy created a peer group for choreographers. Yeah. This is like a moment where choreographers are a thing, mm-hmm. and dancers are a thing, and we're like you guys need to have the same protections and everything else right. that um, actors have. I have it. I'm like, I'm under SAG after, and choreographers have no union right now. Right. It's crazy. It's, it's, it's crazy. Because they are the reason we have jobs and the reason artists have brilliant shows. And, you know, I, I'm glad that people are starting to recognize the work that choreographers do because without them, we would be doing nothing. Yeah. And 100% <laughs> of the reason, well, not 100%, but it was it was a group effort, but Mandy Moore is part of that reason. It's at the TV Academy. Mm-hmm. Nigel was. Um, Derek Huff, I know, helped out. There was a lot of people. Kat Burns is in the mix. It's amazing what they did and have all these meetings and yeah. at Nigel's house to be like, he said, I plied him with wine, so I you guys it. need to organize. You need to do something. You Let's need go. to do something. He's all about dance. He loves oh, yeah. dance. You Absolutely. don't have to agree with him on the judges panel. But at the end of the day, you have to understand he loves dance. Yeah, he does. And that, that's most important, you know. Um, so how do we get you back on as an all-star? I don't know. That's a great question. <laughs> um, Obviously not for season 14, but how can we get you back in the mix? Uh, I don't I don't know. Uh, should we start a petition? <laughs> start I don't know. an online petition. <laughs> okay, I heard a rumor. Can you clear up this rumor and say oh, no. maybe it was true or not? It's actually a good rumor. Okay. I heard that you were like, if some one of the females was not able to be an all-star this season, that you might have stepped in. I, I mean, I would, if of course, absolutely. That's what I heard. Did they? Had they really? contacted you? No, they haven't talked to me. <laughs> I mean, everyone is set in there. They've already signed their contracts. But I had heard that you, I'll tell you who it was off, off camera, but okay. <laughs> I'm like, because uh, I'm not allowed to, Fox called me personally, you guys, by the way, and said, do not, I know you know all the all-stars, do not reveal them. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Don't say who it is. Don't say who it is. They know I'm full of spoilers all the time. Um, and I, I, of course, I'm happy if they ask, I'm happy to do that for of them. Of course, of course. But <laughs> that is so funny. That's I mean, a good I, rumor though, right? That's a great rumor. I, I. Obviously, I've I've told Jeff and them. I, they're my family. You know, I it was one of my first things I ever did professionally, and um, I always tell them if they ever need anything, I'm I'm there always. You know, it's, that show gave me so many opportunities and opened so many doors for me. So why would I not go back and and how? And it's amazing to when I did go back the one season to help the the new dancers who are going through it and to, to kind of guide them and, and be like I've been through this I know what's going on I know what you're feeling and and be a support for them as well as trying to help guide them is is you know it's really special as well cuz you know the the younger kids are, are the future as well and you know one day they'll be working with us you know and, yes, they and will. so uh 
I always tell them if, if you need me at all, I'm, I'm there in a heartbeat. And, you know, and I always joke with them, like, well, even if you don't bring me back as an all-star, I'm always there because, you know, I come in and I'll assist choreographers and I'm around, you know. So. You're around a lot, actually. Yeah. I, I, people are like, oh, Kayla's assisting Jamal Sims. Or <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I hear that a lot. Like, she's around. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm always, I always stick my foot in there. You know, I'm like, Jeff, you can't get rid of me. Uh, and this is Jeff Thacker we're talking about, yes. the executive producer. And, you know, he, he's like big papa bear to everyone. He is. He's the, he's the greatest. He's he's a tough cookie, and, you know, he, you never know. Everyone's always like, oh, my gosh, it's Jeff. But he really, he's like, he's got such a soft heart and a kind heart, and he realistically just wants the best for all of us because we're like his kids, you know, and and he's the greatest. So, yeah, Jeff, I'm always there. Okay, maybe I'll pull him aside this season. He'll there be you like, go. this girl. I know. When I saw him at LA Auditions, I was laughing so hard because I saw his face <laughs> When he saw that he, I, I was the next person who was interviewing him, and he was like, oh, the spoiler girl. <laughs> uh -oh, do you get a lot of spoilers? Uh, well, here's the problem. <laughs> it's not a problem. It's a great thing. I have developed a nice working friendship with Nigel, and he has um, given me some spoilers. And he's like, you're free there to you do go. it. And then Jeff is like, Nigel, what are you doing? Oh. And then Fox is calling me like, what? Why did but, you say that? I, uh, no, I, this is this is actually true too. I went to an event, um, and it was a, a school event, and it was over at the music center. And you know, always, 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 Nigel supporting arts and education. He's amazing. And he was talking, and he's like, "Mary Murphy's coming back." And I was like, "Can I tweet that?" And he's like, "I don't care what you do, just tweet it." He's like, "I'm going to get us both in trouble." And I'm like. Mary Murphy's coming back. <laughs> and, and Fox was making the announcement like three days later. And I was oh, like, no. I'm going to be in so much trouble. You're like, thanks, Nigel. Yeah. But I was like, I got the scoop. And, you know, and Vanessa Hudgens was the audition judge. Oh, yeah, um, that's right. He's trying to, they're trying to sign her as the third judge, by the way. Oh, really? Yes. That's they're awesome. still in contract negotiations, but they are definitely trying to get her. So. Okay. I'm excited to see. I'm excited to watch her judging the auditions and see see what she has to say she was good um she was honest and open okay. which i think is appreciated but she was kind about it okay again something that you do need I, and i do like it when people offer constructive criticism like this wasn't your best week let me tell you why go back to the studio and work on this well, i mean that's part of it because you can't you can't grow as an artist without critiques and and help and you know knowledge you have to you always we're continuously learning and growing and I think that's so important so I'm always like panting for like a correction or direction because it only can make you better mm -hmm. yeah it, and it is true and it's like sometimes I don't see that on shows like Dancing with the Stars and I get it it's celebs and things like that but I'm like give them one note one really helpful note that they will all understand and that mm -hmm. they can go back to the rehearsal studio and go, oh, I get it. I need to, like, you know, stretch my arms. Mm -hmm. like, whatever that simple little correction is. Because yeah. I think instead of just going, that was great, it was amazing, it doesn't help them in the long run, especially if you know they're a contender and they're going to make it through to the finale. Yeah, I mean, I think I think any artist should always want some helpful criticism and, and, and whatnot because... Like I said, you can't you can't go up if you have if you're constantly being told it's great, it's great, it's great. You kind of plateau. Um, so I think it's really important to constantly be growing and, and learning and being open to it because I know some people like you'll get a critique and it feels like you're getting smashed down into the ground and you know so you have to learn how to also take the the critique and yes. the the uh, their thoughts because it's important and and overall it's anyone's opinion, um, but 
you can always pull from things and, and, and take from each person that has something to say. Absolutely. And I always think the delivery of the comment is always, should always also be approached with sensitively, <laughs> but you should also learn how to take the comment. Right. It's a little, it's a, it's a balance that you have to learn as an totally. artist. It's not easy. No, it's not. But, you know, it's, it's part of our job. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of the job. How about, like, I always find this interesting because everyone gets off tour and you've just been a total rock star. Um, what happens... Like, what's next? Like, did you know right away, like, I'm going to move to L.A. and I'm going to do this? There's a lot of all of a sudden you're like, now you're thrown into the talent pool of every other dancer in L.A. once Mm -hmm. tour is over. Yeah. uh, It's it's a shift. I mean, you you come off of a show, a TV show, doing everything that you ever dreamed of doing. You know, you're you're getting to use the training that you grew up training, I mean, since I was two, um, to its fullest extent and, and really putting yourself out there and people are getting to see what you do. Uh, and then, you know, yeah, you, I knew I wanted to come to LA. So I think we got done with tour at the end of November, I want to say. So I went home and I remember I got called for my, one of my first jobs, which were the Oscars. Um, and it was the year that Adam Shankman was directing and LXD was doing a whole performance and and he had asked me to do it. And I was like, so wait, you get off. So you think you get off tour and your first job in LA is the Oscars. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I know. My mind was blown and it's, it's still to my day. One of my, to this day, one of my favorite jobs I've ever done. That's um, kind of amazing. Yes. And I was for, forever grateful to Adam for that because, I mean, without him, he that's where I met him was on the show. So without the show, I would have never met him. And He keeps a binder. I don't know if you know this. He keeps a binder of his favorite dancers. Did you know that? And no. like when he Yes. So when he pulls for, like, movies. That's amazing. I know. I love telling people to scoop like this. And so when he, like, pulls for movies, he'll be like, you know, okay, so for this movie, this person will be perfect. He's got, like, their headshots, their oh my resumes. Gosh. Yeah. And, you know, he has. He does. He has his favorites from So You Think years and all the other shows that he's done and, and movies. So you were in his binder. <gasps> Thanks. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. He, yeah. But it was incredible. So I knew that I wanted to come out here. So when I did get that call, I was like, that that's the reason I'm making it happen. And I, you know, I told my mom, I was like, I have to go. I'm going to go. You know, and, and she said, my family was always so supportive. She, they, they always encouraged me to follow my dreams and do what I wanted to do. So they were helpful and they're like, all right, do it. Let's, let's make it happen. And, and so after tour, right after Christmas, it was, um, New Year's Day, I drove out here. Oh my gosh. New Year's Day, I drove out here. New Year. (laughs) Yeah. New New Year. Happy New Year. Yeah. Um, and it, it is, you, you know, you have to come off the show with the right attitude and knowing that, yes, you, you were on this incredible show and this, you had this ex- incredible experience, but then you are in a pool of, uh, of thousands of dancers. And there are so many talented dancers that don't get on the show that are out here working already, you know. So you, you have to keep a level head and, and know that you have to come out here and work your butt off and, and work just as hard as you did on the show because sometimes there's people who don't care that you were on the show. Right. Yeah. There are plenty of people that don't care. Yeah, and so like that, you can't ride and coast just on that. Of course, it's it's been so helpful, and and there are people that are like, oh my god, you were on, so you think, and it 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 opens so many doors for me. But you still have to keep a level head and know that you're you're not any better than any other dancer that's out here. And it's interesting too because I think some contestants um, get a little lost in the time after tour. They they don't know what to do and they they yeah. flounder for a while. Um, I've seen other contestants though that didn't do so well in the show and then they thrive. They still come out to LA. They still yeah. have the motivation to do it. Uh, Teddy Coffee to me was someone that probably oh, could I have. Him. I love Teddy. 
he's had an incredible career mm -hmm. post, um, so you think. And I think he probably could have done better at the sh on the show. But he said, he goes, I didn't feel like myself. I felt nervous all the time. He just, I didn't perform my best. Yeah. But he's obviously performing really well in auditions. I mean, apparently he's working, he, he's on the Backstreet, Backstreet Boys, right yeah, now. in yeah. Vegas. Yeah, I mean, and it's funny, it's kind of like, it, it's kind of like kids who take, cast, uh, take tests and they're either, there's kids that are really great at tests and kids that like go down a deep hole when they take a test, you mm -hmm. know, and I think it's kind of the same thing because we're thrown into this experience, we have no idea what we're doing, we don't know what's going to happen, the nerves are insane, and and you're kind of at the mercy of a television show, mm -hmm. you know. So, of course, some people are going to thrive and some people are going to just, like, get washed away. And, and I think that that doesn't mean that they're not capable of having an incredible career. Like you said, Teddy, Teddy is doing incredible things. It's great. He did the Val and Max tour, mm -hmm. I think, the summer before. It's just, yeah. you know, I, I see him constantly working and I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah. Because you can't let the show define you either way as a winner um, or, you know, as a finalist or as someone that, you know, Tony Bellissimo, first one off. Brittany Cherry, first one off. Guess what? She's on Dance with the Stars. Like, right. You I can't. Think, I think you just, it's, it's an experience and it's a learning experience overall. And you can take something from it no matter what your experience is, whether you get to the very end or you go home right away. You still have a lot to learn and you meet a lot of people. I mean, Jeff Thacker taught us a lot. The choreographers taught us a lot, you know. So it's, it's you just have to take from it what you can get and like suck all of it in and then make your own decisions and, and learn and grow from that. Makes a lot of sense. Uh, let's talk about that first Oscars because I, I don't think people realize, and, and you know, you're from a small town in, in Colorado. I'm mm -hmm. from small town Massachusetts. I've covered the Oscars red carpet backstage, and I is one moment in time in Hollywood that I will never get tired of, and it's one moment in time that I still get overwhelmed by. And I've covered like almost ten Oscars, and I know it's a lot, mm -hmm. but it it I. It's so magical, and I, I don't even know how to explain it. It's a long day. It's a long week for you guys in terms of rehearsal. But what was that very first year when you were, like, on that stage? Was it the Kodak still at the time? It was the Kodak it was still. still the Kodak. Yeah. Uh, insane. I remember I walked out on stage, and I, Meryl Streep is one of my idols. And I walked on stage, and I'm like, okay, get ready to perform. And I stand in my spot, and she was literally four feet in front of me. And I was like... Oh my god! <laughs> what do I do? Oh my gosh! It, it, it's surreal. That that's the best way to describe the Oscars is that you're in the presence of these, you know, these people that you either look up to or have watched on the big screen for years and years and years, and directors and creators, like all these people in our industry, and they're all sitting there watching you perform, you know. And I've I've done the Oscars. Uh, La La Land was my third time, and it's still it does like you said, it doesn't get old. It, it's a new experience every time. Yeah, and I. I what you just said, it's the funniest thing, because I'm always like, it's everyone you've ever watched in the movies, and they're all in the same place. They're, they're all right, right there. In front of you. You're like, there's Leonardo DiCaprio, Meryl Streep, John Legend and Chrissy Teigen are here. Like, you're just, <laughs> your yeah. brain is totally trying to process it. And I'm like, look, I'm an entertainment reporter. I do this for a living. Right. And I don't get very starstruck, but Oscar season always it's, just overwhelms me each and every year I'm like oh my gosh yeah it's, it's just a whole other world I, I don't it's, it's exactly what you said so hard to explain but so special yeah my first year I did it too I was like how did I get here how did I get here <laughs> I was like standing on what am I doing <laughs> and um it was that year the fighter was nominated which is um my mother was born in Lowell Massachusetts I was too actually and it was it's a tiny town the, but the movie was based in there and I spoke to the screenwriter and he's like I've been crying my whole way in the limo I'm like oh I'm crying with you gosh. because I'm like, this is like my first year. This you're nominated. This is crazy. What are we doing here? 
We're from like blue collar yeah, like, Massachusetts. What's I, know. I know. And that movie was brilliant. <laughs> yes, it, they hit an incredible, oh my gosh, incredible film. So it really is things that are so overwhelming and so overwhelming to just like experience. So I hope lots. I hope they continue with dance in. I hope so too. The show it's so cool. It's so great. It went away for a long time. Like Debbie Allen used to do it for forever in the right, 80s, and right. then the 90s it just disappeared. And now I feel like it's back. Really, it's back. It's back. It's back. It's back. <laughs> Um, you've worked on lots of TV shows, films, Footloose. I've got to say, that probably uh-huh. was a really fun one to work it on. It was so fun. I mean, and Jamal, working with Jamal at I love any point, he's like one of the best. He's um, a ball of sunshine. I don't know if people realize that, but he's so positive. Yeah. He li- like it's always a good time. He's always so uplifting. He, you know, he he wants to keep the environment great and happy and fun and and still get work done. But he he's so fun to work with. I I just spent a uh, a few weeks with him. I was assisting him with all the step up auditions. Yes, which series. is going to YouTube, guys. I don't know yes. if everyone knows that. Yeah. So when is that coming out? Do you know? I'm not sure when it comes out. I know they start they start rehearsals tomorrow. <gasps> That's yeah. exciting. Over. I actually think for some reason in my head it's like either late August or early September something like that because I think they might be doing some things with National Dance Day maybe I heard a little yeah nice little tie-in yeah um which would be kind of awesome but I love the fact that Step Up has continued beyond just the films me too and I I got a chance to look at the script and the, the script is really great they have some like really like deep human things that people actually go through and and I love it and you know they have a great cast going on or happening and I just think it's awesome that it's still continuing and there's still a fan base that appreciates it. Uh, and I, I mean, I hope the TV show continues on for a long time. And I love that. The, the thing that the house that like Channing Tatum and Jenna Dewan Tatum built and they're married. And, and they're married and, you know. Magic Mike. So she's got World of Dance. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. What a life. Is she affiliated with Step Up? I, I know she was at the auditions or something. Yes. I think, I think she's one of the producers on it or yeah. some, something like that please don't quote me on that but um yeah, I know that she affiliated. and her husband have been doing tons of producing um yeah and they're doing a lot of like dance properties which I think is awesome amazing I mean she's a dancer I know <laughs> so. and I love it my other favorite is that she comes in I remember this a couple years ago for Dizzy Feet Gala she's like oh, I just threw together a number with Travis Wall and we did a duet and she, they rehearsed for like two days and they did it on stage and then they did it of course in the finale but I was yes. like if I went up there after not dancing for like a <laughs> year or whatever right? I feel like I can't I'm move in, you're like in a bed for a week yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so incredible um what was it like because I know you've worked on a lot of tv shows and I think tv shows are very very different they're at much faster pace mm-hmm. than working on film with dance like what is that like coming in and doing a show like Glee I know you've done Parks and Rec like it's fast it's quick it keeps you on your toes because everything's constantly changing uh even like with Dancing with the Stars, we go in for Mandy for the finale and there's six numbers and you have an hour to learn each one and then you're thrown into it and you're running down the street for a quick change and like it's 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 insane and it ke- it keeps you on your toes and I think that's one of my favorite things about TV is it's constantly changing and you're in a different environment and different things all the time. So, it, you know, you never have a chance to get bored with what you're doing, you know. Um, but it's quick paced and you. I remember when I did X Factor... Uh, there was one time where the choreographer came back, Tucker Barkley, he came back and he was like, so I need your side to reverse the entire number. Simon's going to be in here in three minutes. And Simon was a stickler. Like, he would just cut numbers, like, cut dancers. If he didn't like it, yeah. yeah. Reverse the whole number, three-minute number. And we were like, right now? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, okay. 
And that's where you have to rely upon your dancer training and yeah. your instincts of like, I've got this, don't yeah. panic. Yeah, and just in constantly train and keep your brain go going and growing because it's you never know what they're going to throw at you, and sometimes it's on live TV. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And, and people don't realize, too, you know, like that's why class is so important and taking a variety of classes and keeping that muscle memory going yeah. because if you don't use it, you lose it. And mm -hmm. especially dance, I find you lose it very quickly. You, I mean, like a week out of dance class... Your body feels it when you go yeah. in that next week. Well, and, and you never believe when, you know, people are like, just wait till you're older. It's not going to be that easy. It's not going to feel that good. And you start getting older and you're like, man, this doesn't feel good anymore. <laughs> you get up in the morning and you're, you're like, like, wait, wait a minute. My back hurts. You know, so it's yeah. like you have to constantly keep going and training your body because it does. It, it stiffens up and it, you know, your body doesn't want to put your leg behind its ear anymore, you know. <laughs> I know. I always, like all those contemporary dancers with their Beyond 180 um, extension, things like that. I'm like, kids, your hips are going to hurt. Oh my gosh. <laughs> in ways you don't <laughs> yeah. even know. Um, but I also think it's, I feel like dancers are starting to get smarter about training in some ways where, I, I mean, I know for me when I was dancing, I would just dance through the pain. I don't yeah. care. Like bone chips in my ankle, let's dance on point. No big deal. Right. Um, but I think now there's, people are more open to using acupuncture, massage, better food quality like don't starve yeah. yourself kids like it's not a great idea right yeah you you have to value your body your your body is your vessel as a dancer that this is what you have you know so you have to treat it right and treat it like it's it's your diamond that you're holding on to so you have to put the right foods into it you have to keep it you keep it taken care of go to the doctor if you have an injury get it checked out don't just let it go because that's going to be terrible in the long run mm -hmm. you know and you know go get a massage here and there or acupuncture or whatever helps it I went to a chiropractor for the first time and it was magical <laughs> you know I love those I oh go my gosh. and she's always like I walk unevenly sometimes like one leg is longer than the other and she's like what how have you not been walking in circles and I'm like she's like but I'm still flexible for my dance years and yeah. she's like it's ridiculous your body adapts in ways so as dancers sometimes you don't even realize like I'm probably limping but I've adapted so I'm not right yeah <laughs> yeah so it's it, yeah it is so important to take care of your vessel Yes, and when they crack your neck, you're like, ah, oh, yeah. such a good oh, release. Stand up straight again. Yeah, you're like, I'm four inches taller. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so amazing. Now, I know you've been talking a lot about assisting choreographers. Mm -hmm. Are you going to step up to choreographer? Do you think that that's something that you really want to pursue? Because it's very specific choreography. It is very specific. Um, I think that I really enjoy assisting right right now, and and learn. I feel like I still have so much to learn from from these. I work with some incredible choreographers who know what they're doing and and have worked with and worked on so many different things and I I feel like I I want to continue growing and learning from them so that eventually maybe I could do that um but you know I just feel so lucky to be in the presence of people like like Nick and RJ like Jamal Marguerite Derricks just like some of the the greatest people in the world, Brian Friedman, you know, there there's so many people that and they're also different. So you get to pick and pull and learn and, and Yeah, like this I'm gonna pull this from Brian. I like how he works this way mm -hmm. or this works great and sort of making notation for choreography because that's a yeah. whole beast people don't understand. Well and then you can build your own and, and be an individual with tastes of all the things that you've mm -hmm. learned, you know. So And Mandy's genius choreographing for the camera. I don't know if oh people appreciate how good she is at oh, it. I don't, I don't think they have any idea. And, you know, she's so good. And she, she does this thing where she, she screenshots. She'll, she'll film the, the video. And then she'll take screenshots and be like, hey, you need to look here. Or you need to do this. Or you're off here. And it's like, 
it's one of the most brilliant things a choreographer has ever done because you visually are seeing what's happening and you see what the camera sees, you know. Um, so she's incredible at that. She'd be the teacher, the eyes in the back of the head. I know what you're doing. Like, turn that head. Oh, <laughs> you're she, she could have her eyes closed, and she would know you missed this step. <laughs> she, she's got it. She's yeah. got it. <laughs> That's really amazing. Yeah. You know, dance has changed, and it's it's moved in such a rapid pace, I think, the last decade. Um, if you were talking with someone that's on So You Think This Season you know, and they finish up, what advice would you give them about coming to L.A. and what they need to do to really hit the ground running? Uh, work hard. Don't be lazy. Um, never say no to something. So if, if there's a challenge put in front of you, take on the challenge. Don't, don't stop yourself from growing or, or pushing and being able to – because you can achieve it. If you work for it and you want it, you can achieve it. So never say, no, I can't do that. Let yourself try and, and work hard and, and not give up on something that you really want, you know, because you're capable of a lot, you know, and, and it just takes hard work and perseverance. What about, and I found this really interesting going to the LA auditions, like a lot of dancers were like, oh, I didn't know I needed to do this type of dance. I'm like, there's YouTube kids, like this is what your audition should sort of look like. It should be your own. But to just, um, one girl did... Um, which I thought was so fascinating, but she made it through, by the way, because they put her through to choreography, and I saw her at Academy today, and I was like, look at that. They gave her a chance. But she looked like a backup dancer for a singer um, where they do very simple steps, uh-huh. and that was her sort of um, dance. And they were like, we, can you dance, though? Like, Because you were just kind of doing some yeah. twirls, and it looked like we needed a big fan, and like your hair was going to blow. <laughs> but I, I, you know, And I'm glad that, obviously, she can dance because she looks great out there um, at Academy, but... I'm, I'm thinking, why aren't people going to YouTube? Like, you have a library right there in front of you. I mean, we're so spoiled nowadays with social media. We can find anything and everything. Uh, and so, yeah, as a dancer, if, if you're especially for So You Think, I would look and study everything from the show and, and all the different styles that are out there and then find those people or people that taught those people and, and learn and suck as much as you can out of those people because – you want to go in there with the most behind you that you can, you know, so you're not, you're not put in front of something that, that you don't know what to do, you know, or, mm-hmm. or be smart and know how to, when it's put in front of you, know how to pull and pull and pull until you have what you need. Yeah. And I mean, cause it's really important. Sometimes I just think people are missing the dance history aspect. There are so many people that came before us, mm-hmm. um, and paved the path for you to be here and, and you should be knowing who these choreographers are and, you know, especially if you're going on the show, Make sure you've studied, you know, Mandy Moore's choreography, who's on every, Spencer Liff is on every season, Nappy Tabs. Like, uh-huh. make sure these names roll off your tongue really easily. Jean-Marc Genereau, because you know you're going to get something big and theatrical from him. It's yeah. not going to be, like, a quiet little piece. It's going to be I dramatic. mean, have you seen him talk? He's like this! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and you should be able, you should be prepared for that, because I, I feel like sometimes I'm like, you guys, you need to be mentally prepared for walking into a room with Jean-Marc, it's going to be big energy. I know, like, Stacey Tookie has, like, aromatherapy candles, and you can be, like, chill and mellow and, and yeah. ease into it. Just different. Just be familiar with what you're about to be thrown into. Yep. You know, as much as you can. Obviously, there's no way to really know what's going to happen. You know, you never really know. You can't predict it. But at least be aware and knowledgeable of, of what you're getting yourself into. Yeah, that's always – knowledge is power, and I think that's the one thing sometimes I see dancers – missing and I'm like but the information's right there on your iPhone or it's on your laptop that's attached to your hand <laughs> yeah that you've been like sitting there for hours like Instagramming and yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um how about for you like what 
five years from now, what's what's sort of next? Because I know you've been doing a lot of acting as well. Mm-hmm. That that is the goal. Um, I will always dance. Dance is my first love. It is, I want to be able to dance until I'm 100 years old, if, if my body allows me to, you know. Uh, so that is always in my heart. So I will continue to dance and, and do that all the time. Uh, I would love to, to start acting and being in movies and TV. That's like my, that's my dream. My big goal is to do that and may, you know, maybe attend the Oscars one day on, on the other side. On the know? other side. Um, which would be f- so crazy. Uh, but yeah, acting. I've been fo- focusing on that, and I've been doing things here and there, and, and also creating your own content while you're auditioning and trying to create relationships, making stuff so people can see what you, you can do. And, and same thing with dancing training and learning and studying history and studying actors that you like you know uh, I have a mentor and and we will write down actresses and people that that I love that I would like to pull things from or learn from and studying their films and, and stuff like that so yeah acting movies tv and and hopefully there will be tons more of of La La Land type movie musicals can you where sing? I can I can carry it too okay. yes yes and I mean that's as long as you can carry a tune, you can make anything happen. You can make um, some magic. Yeah, uh, but movie musicals, what a, a dream that would be to be able to, to act and dance and sing, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, that is just, like, such a dream. I, I have this, like, dream in my head that, like, MGM musicals will just make a huge comeback and or that style. I would be obsessed with I'm that. hoping that La La Land <laughs> at least ushers that in. But also, um, a lot of the live TV events we've been seeing yeah. have sort of ushered that in. And we've got a lot coming. A Christmas Story, Rent is coming. Uh, all live. All oh, live wow. on TV. Between NBC and Fox and Jesus Christ Superstar, they are just like, they're competing, the Shoveling two networks. They're, they're yeah. just like, we're going to do this. But I think... That's amazing. Yeah. I'm really excited about that and just to see. And they're not doing it just like in December. Some of them, a Jesus Christ Superstar is coming for Easter. So it's going to be springtime. Cool, so cool. we're going to have this kind of year round, which awesome. creates more work for everyone, including myself. So I'm happy to cover it. Right. <laughs> You're like, let's go. Let's do it, you guys. Yeah. Like, they don't understand. I'm like, I'm so happy about it. And Dirty Dancing comes out in a couple of weeks right, on I'm ABC. Yeah, I watched yeah. it. It's it's a different feel from the movie. I think that's uh, that's one thing, and you know you can never replace Jennifer Grey and Patrick Swayze. Oh, Patrick, Patrick, I, Patrick. I, I, I will say, and I can't think of his name right off the top of my head, but um, the actor that steps into the um, Patrick Swayze role, I thought did a really good job. He's oh, got good. his own swag, and you know he's got his own thing going on, and he, his dancing was great. So that's I awesome. think people will be happy I'm about that. Yes. Well, thank you so much for joining me. This is kind of, of our like thank initial pilot episode. Me. I know. Awesome. No, this is great. It's so much fun. Yeah. Tell us where everyone can find you if they're looking for you, social media and everything. Uh, you can find me on Instagram. It's just Kayla Radomski with the number four at the end because someone else also has my name. Same with Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Why did they do that? Yeah. And then uh, my Facebook is just Kayla Radomski. Excellent. Well, we're yeah. looking forward to seeing what's next from you, which I know you have a thousand things going on. And I'm going to start a season 15 all-star campaign for you. Does that sound okay? I'm so ready for it. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. <laughs> you guys, thank you so much for joining us here at Dance Network on Popcorn Talk. I'm Kristen Burt. We will see you next time. Producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. 
I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.